No country has ever prospered that failed to put its own interests first. We will no longer surrender this country or its people to the false song of globalism. New Right Network presents Right Now, the featured podcast of New Right Network. Mobilizing, countering the left, energizing the right. New Right Network, home of the New Right Movement. Hello and welcome to the New Right Network's Right Now podcast. I am your host, Ryan Jensen. And today we have the two co-founders of the Lexit movement, Jesse Holguin and David Valsuto. Welcome to the show, gentlemen. Welcome, everyone. Thanks for being on, guys. Um, we're going to just discuss some few things. We, uh, we heard you were invited to the White House recently. We're going to have you discuss that. Um, so we know you're the, the co-founders of the Lexit movement. Uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about that and what you guys do within the MAGA movement? Um, we're on uh, the, the Lexi movement, where's the Latino exit from the Democrat Party. I guess we're like similar to Blexit, but we're for the Latinos. And uh, we just feel that um, like anybody's welcome in the Lexi movement, but we just feel who better to reach Latino than fellow Latinos. So we're just trying to help Trump get reelected. We're all about Trump 2020. And we're trying to just fight against the fake news media because um, the Spanish channels are manipulating Latinos. They're like bad, like fake news CNN. So we're just trying to give them real news, facts, truth and facts, and just tell them to um, vote their godly values. Yeah, and the thing that we do too, um, that's a little different from other movements, is we don't just you know do rallies to, you know, to bring people out, things like that. On a daily basis, we're constantly putting out information that's you know going to open the eyes of, of Latinos and just Americans in general. Um, we actually really go hard at the left and call out their hypocrisy, how they've manipulated uh, minorities to get them dependent on you know big government, and we're trying to steer them away from that to self-independence and showing them that you know you don't need the government to succeed in this world. Um, you know you're in control of your own destiny, and every day we just constantly reach out to our people. We talk to them you know one on one as well. You know, we do get a lot of questions from people asking us, you know, why did you guys switch from being Democrats, you know, to, you know, Republican or conservative? And we explain all that stuff to them in detail. And a lot of them have never had anybody truly explain the difference because, you know, naturally uh, Latinos are conservative. You know, we're, you know, we're pro-God, we're, you know, we're pro-life, you know, we're pro-family, all the, you know, the values that are instilled in conservatism. And we just explain that to them. And once they realize it, you know, there's like a little spark that goes on in their head and they realize, you know, you know, what, you're right. I am a conservative. And, you know, we just keep doing that every single day. Right. That's big, um, especially because we do want Trump reelected in 2020. And you guys are a big part of that. You also helped get President Trump elected in 2016. Um, it's a great movement you guys have. Um, and, and this month is Hispanic Heritage Month. We heard that you were invited to the White House, got to meet with President Trump, kind of Run us through that. How was that experience? It was amazing. We had a blessed time. And just thank you once again, President Trump, for inviting. There was three of us, three of our Lexi crew. We were there at the White House. And it was just a total blessing. Even to me and David, a little inside uh, thing that we had, me and David, we were strolling all through the White House. And me and him just stopped. And we looked at each other. We're like, can you imagine me and you two Chicanos from L.A., from the hood, 
we're right here in the White House. You know what I mean? The left tries to say that Trump's a racist and he don't like Latinos and that Republicans are only for rich whites and all that. And me and Dave are like, look at us. We're just two Mexicans from the hood. We're right here in the White House. I tell them it's only by the grace of God. That's just total blessing. That, and there was just a lot of um, key Hispanic conservatives. They were there too. So we all got to like fellowship with each other. And it was just a great experience. And they, we even ate, they had us good food. They had good music. Even it was a blessing to me because my faith is real strong with me. And as I'm walking in, uh, I they had worship music playing. So as I'm walking in, they're praising, hearing, they're praising Jesus. Like it was real big to me, and like it just showed the love. And it was like it was an awesome experience to me to even, like I said, especially to hear them praising God as we're walking in. Like it was an amazing moment. And then, like, the thing is, I mean, because of Jesse's, you know, background and my background, you know, we're, like, probably two of the most unlikely people that you would ever expect to get an invitation from the president of the United States. And the thing that I think really helps with our outreach is because of our background that we do come, you know, from the Barrios of L.A. to, you know, for the people to see that, wow, these are two guys that are just like me that, you know, rose up to this point where the president is, is sending them an invitation to come out and hosting them. Um, you know, we actually did get to meet President Trump. He signed, you know, all our hats, which was amazing. Um, I got mine in case now. I'm never going to wear it again. You know, that's like a souvenir of a lifetime. We got pictures with him. You know, we before we even uh, went into the White House for that event, um, we also had a, a meeting with some of the White House staff to talk about outreach and the things that we do along with, uh, you know, Facebook and Twitter and Instagram, how they try to censor conservatives and give him, you know, our perspective on what's been going on and actually showing them proof that they've never seen. Um, you know, I guess maybe my page, the Hispanic conservative, that's the one we started before we started the Lexit movement. Um, people get warned for liking my page, you know, which actually has backfired. It made people like it even more because they're like, okay, it must be really good. But the White House has never seen that before, you know, and I have all that proof in my phone. I carry it around. I keep it just waiting for the opportunity to present it to them. So, you know, they're going to help us, you know, with fighting back against the censorship. And they really just wanted to know our, you know, our thoughts and feelings, um, our perspective on everything. I mean, it was really wonderful. And the thing that's really cool is the White House staff knows us by name, you know. So when they see us, they're, you know, yelling out to us by name, you know, hey guys, you know. So it's really cool, you know. They've been very, very nice to us. Um, the Trump administration is, is, you know, wonderful. You know, they've been really, really good to us. That's awesome, guys. Um, that's really a cool opportunity, and I hope you guys get to do that uh, again soon. Um, you guys brought up your background a little bit. Why don't you tell the audience and myself a little bit about your background and how you got to where you are today? Um, well, first of all, I give all the glory to God. I get He got me to us, even the Lexi movement, to this point because at Lexi, we, we put God first above all things with Lexi movement. That was like a little bit, we're different from some of the other movements and all that because we're like me, I'm strong with God and my faith. And, uh, but me, I was an ex-gang member. I was an ex-gang member. I did time in prison and all that. And I even got, I'm paralyzed. I'm in a wheelchair and I got shot and paralyzed from my past lifestyle. But um, that, when I got shot, um, I ended up calling out to Jesus and I got saved. And then um, as I started growing in my faith, I could no longer, and then I started seeing all the stuff, the attacks on Christianity and, and my values and stuff from the left. I was like, there's no longer as a Christian, I could support the Democrat party. So that led me to start doing my homework, 
on the issues and stuff like that. And then uh, but that's why I left the Democrat Party. And then I seen so I was just seeing just like the fake media attacking Trump and just all this. So, you know, they're just going nuts. Like even just the left, they're just so far nuts now. They're totally nuts. Like there's just seen all of that. And then I see when Candace came out with the Blexit and all that. And then I was like, you know what? We need to make uh we need to make one for Latinos because I know most of the Latinos I know support Trump and all of that. That's what I'm saying. I'm, and then I'm hearing the the narrative from the left saying that all oh, that all uh, like they try to make it seem like Latinos are all against Trump and all that. And I'm like, I, for my life, I'm seeing all kinds of Latinos that like Trump. So I was like, you know what? We got to make a movement. So I got at David and us a couple of other ones, and I was like, you know what? We need a star one for Latinos. You know what I mean? We got to battle this fake news narrative. So that's what happened with me. Yeah, for me, uh, you know, I was born and raised in Canoga Park, California. Um, I was a high school dropout. Um, I was just running with the wrong people. And eventually, it, you know, it snapped. And, uh, you know, I just said, you know what, I need to get my GD. I need to join the army. Um, I served just a little under eight years, um, did a tour in Iraq, uh, tour in Korea. And while I was in there, um, because I was so used to living in that California bubble, you know, I did think that, you know, the Republicans were probably racist. And I got exposed to, a, you know, to a lot of them when I was in the military, because most people in the military are Republican conservative. And their approach to talking to me about politics was completely different than, you know, anyone that was a Democrat. You know, it wasn't all about feelings and emotions. It was like hardcore facts. And, you know, they really explained stuff to me in detail. So it, it started waking me up and making me realize that, you know what, I think I'm on the wrong side. Um, as I started doing my own research, you know, after I got out of the military and seeing like all the things that Obama was doing that were actually, you know, detrimental to our community, I started paying attention even more and researching more. And then, of course, once President Trump gave that first speech and, you know, he said the things he said, um, I was like, you know, this guy is right. You know, there's a lot of bad stuff that goes on in our community. And, you know, as Latinos, we actually do need to do some self-reflection and realize, you know what? Yeah, we do have some bad people or, you know, as President Trump likes to say, some bad hombres in, um, in our community. And, you know, we have to face those facts. We can't just uh, let the Democrats put us into, the, you know, the little categories of identities and play identity politics with us and try to make a single issue voters because we have bigger concerns than just immigration. You know, I'm a, I'm a veteran. So his um, policies on, you know, VA choice and things like that was something that was really important to me because a lot of my friends, you know, they did get pretty messed up over in Iraq and they need, you know, they need that good health care. Um, you know, I live in Phoenix, Arizona. So of course, when I got out and I had to do my medical screening at the, uh, the VA hospital here in Phoenix, which is, you know, was one of the worst in the country. Um, that's where I just started seeing that. A lot of them are just all about talking about, oh, we're going to solve the problem. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. But they never follow through on anything. Trump is the first one to come through and say, this is what I'm going to do. And then he actually delivers on it. So I, I really can't see how people can't support him. You know, if they stop buying into the media narrative that he's just racist and actually look at his policies and see what they're doing for our country, you know, they'll actually realize that, you know, he is a great president and we should be thankful that we have someone like him. Because I just cannot imagine how he takes, you know, all the arrows basically coming from the left and, you know, even some from the right. And he still stands tall for America. Yeah, that's a big thing is that people just look at what CNN or MSNBC or The Washington Post is saying. And it's all crap. It's all it's all fake news. And they have a political agenda. You know, the, the Democrats right now in the House, they're not looking at the facts. They're looking at their political bias. And that's why they want him gone. 
And, you know, Trump's doing exactly what he said he was going to do. He's building a wall as we speak, VA choice. Uh, he's doing great things, and especially in your community, you know, Hispanic unemployment is at an all-time low. I mean, what does that mean to you guys? To me, it's great. To me, it's the great. That's why the, they never want to talk about stuff like that, like the economy. So that's what we always constantly say. Like, look at the lowest of all time, Hispanic unemployment. So they don't want to talk about that. Like David said, they always want, they, they want to make Latinos only about immigration. That's all they think that we care about. Well, no, when we're pro-life and we pray, we, we're godly values, we're pro-gun, pro-second amendment. Um, look at what he's doing with the opportunity zones. Even look at the prison reform. That helps minorities, to me, I think the most. Uh, prison reform, especially me as an ex, I did time in prison and all that. So that's like a great thing. He's doing so many great things, but they don't want to. They don't want to talk about that. That's like I said, all that with our community, especially. That's all they want to talk about is immigration. And he don't like you guys, and he's racist and all that. So we're just battling um, all of that because Trump, he's doing the best that I've ever seen. And it, like, I didn't even have that high expectations for him. Like at the beginning, like I was for Cruz, but I like that. I just knew he was better than Hillary. You know what I'm saying? I just didn't want Hillary. So I went for him like that. I had no expectations and he's far exceeded to me. He's the greatest president there ever, there ever was. He's, he's doing great. Like I like him because they, they think, oh, the left goes all crazy because everything he says on it. But I like it. He keeps his word. He's just a regular dude. Like me and David, like a lot of people, me and David see, they look down on us maybe because of our backgrounds and our, or whatever. But we're just regular guys. And Trump's just like a regular guy. He's not a politician. He's just raw. He says it like it is. And he keeps his word. He, whatever he says, he does. So to me and all of us, that's big. That's, that's big and that's great. And like you said, the company. All of that is uh, it's just huge for us. And, you know, the thing about President Trump that I love the most is he's a fighter. You know, he's not just going to sit there and just take the, the hits from the left and, and not do anything about it. Because for a long time, you know, honestly, most Republicans just kind of ran from all that stuff. And he's actually showing them that, you know, you can fight back. And that's why the left is so pissed off about it, because they're not used to that. You know, um, with the unemployment being as low as it is, I mean, the best thing you can do for any community, whether, you know, it's black, brown, anything, is making them self-sufficient. You know, they don't have to depend on the government. They don't have to be on food stamps. I mean, look at the millions of people that have been lifted off of food stamps. So many people that didn't have jobs before are now working. And, you know, there's no better feeling than making an honest living. You know, nobody wants to sit at home and just, you know, collect welfare, things like that. So I think it's, you know, it's brought new people into the workforce. And then because I'm a commercial truck driver, you know, I go through a lot of these small towns, you know, that, you know, maybe the only means of uh, employment was, you know, manufacturing or, you know, coal mining, things like that, um, that were just like the towns were dead. They were ghost towns. And now when I go through them now, they're back to life. I mean, it's amazing to see that, that, you know, transformation from what it was before. And that's because of President Trump. And to the Democrats and the left, I like to say, oh, well, this is, you know, Obama's economy. Let's be honest, okay? President Trump took away a lot of regulations that were hurting, you know, the businesses and, you know, in all aspects. That stuff right there alone, along with the tax cuts and stuff like that, I mean, has done tremendous, you know, good things for our economy and helping lift people out of poverty. Um, one thing I had did say, you know, I did say to one of my friends, um, I told her that, you know, I, I guarantee you, President Trump is going to do more for the black and brown community than any president before. 
And I feel I've won that bet. Obviously, she's not going to admit to it. But, you know, we have a great president. And I think really what's going to happen is people aren't truly going to appreciate the kind of president we have until, you know, after his second term is over. Yeah, I agree. I, I think President Trump really has, he's just been taking arrows from the left, like you said, and he's done such a good job at fighting back. And also, while he's fighting back, he's saving America. Like you said, you go to these small towns that were ghost towns because of the 08 recession, you know, coal mining, uh, small town America. They're being revitalized. They're prospering again under this president and his policies. And like you said, the regulations, you know, every new regulation President Trump enacts, he takes away 22 old ones. And I mean, all it is is just a bunch of red tape that he's just cutting through piece by piece. And it really is helping the average American like you and me. It, it really is a bunch of great things President Trump's doing. He needs another term. Um, and you guys are helping him get to that. Um, so in your opinion, one thing, the biggest thing that President Trump has done for your community, in your opinion, what would you say it is? It's jobs. And then, uh, yeah, like, that's like the main thing is jobs. And then I, I like, well, Latinos, a lot of us uh, are, have a love for God. So he's been standing up for our godly values. So I, I know that's made a lot, even like I have even Latinos that um, didn't like Trump at the beginning, but that are now opening up to him because they see he's packing the courts with conservative judges, which is great. Like, that's what I tell, even I even tell everybody, he's kept all our promises that he's made to all the Christians and all that. He, he's kept all his promises. Like I said, he's building the conservative judges and he's just um, pro-life. He's like the one of the most pro-life presidents that I've seen. So like with that, that's like big to me. And, you know, a, a lot of Latinos probably are not going admit, to admit or admit to it, but having the wall up and securing the border actually helps our communities big time because those people that do come through that are here for, you know, for bad reasons, they come directly into our neighborhood. They're not going into Nancy Pelosi's you know, they're not going into Chuck Schumer's. They're coming into our communities. And if they're bringing drugs and they're bringing crime and, you know, um, human trafficking, things like that, which that's the, one of the biggest things, too, that, you know, I love about President Trump. He's fighting the human trafficking. The cartels are, you know, making money off of, you know, sex, you know, trafficking, all these different things. And then most of those people that are being affected by it are Hispanic people. So, you know, for them to say that they, you know, care about, you know, the La Raza and, you know, our people, you got to look at things like that. You know, all these women are getting raped, you know, making that um, dangerous journey to come here and they're being taken advantage of by the same people that, you know, that are supposed to be their people. So he's standing up for that. And, you know, that means a lot to me because there's so many innocent children that who knows what kind of life they're going to live. And if it wasn't for President Trump and the brave men and women at Border Patrol and Customs that are out there going after these people, I mean, I don't know what would be happening to these, you know, these poor kids and these poor women. Yeah, like he's trying to fix it. He's trying to fix immigration. Like I had a call from a, a lady yesterday and her, I was talking to her and her husband and she said her coworker was an illegal, I guess. And she was all scared about doc. I guess something on the Spanish channel was scary, saying some kind of propaganda. So they're asking, I was like, Trump offered DACA three times. He's trying to fix immigration, trying to do immigration reform. He's trying to help Latinos. It's the Democrats that are the ones against it. That's just always, like, oh, do you think Trump's going to oh, deport everybody, this and that? And I go, tell her, don't worry about Trump. Worry about the Democrats. They're the ones that are stopped. Trump's trying. You know what I mean? He's trying to fix. He's trying to help. But I, 
they're just all lies to the left. That's all they lie. All they do is play politics. Like Trump's trying to get, he, Trump likes to get things done. And they're, they don't want to, because see, it's the Democrats' worst nightmare for Trump to help the Latinos. So they don't, that's why I say Trump was even saying, come in and we could sign it in 10, we could do it in 10 minutes. Like it'll be fast. Like Trump just like, he just says, give me money for the wall or whatever, just make a deal. And then he'll, he'll, you know what I mean? He'll do it. But they don't want to, like I said, because but what are they going to do if Trump helps the Latinos? They'll be done as a party. If they lose the Latinos, because he's already almost up to 50% uh, approval with the Latinos. And if he was to do that, that, that they'll be done as a party. So they know that. So they're, they don't even want to talk. Like Trump was even trying to come in. Like what? And they didn't even want to go and they didn't even want to talk because, like I said, that's their worst nightmare is for Trump to help the Latinos. So we're just trying to wake our people up. Right. And it's like the Latinos and the African-Americans are the biggest uh, voters in the Democratic Party. Um, so so for Trump to actually be helping these communities like he actually is with the border wall, making your communities safer, job programs, getting people back to work, it really is helping their communities. And the Democrats want to impeach him because he's really making a difference. You know, they're coming up with all these crazy things like a whistleblower report and whatnot, you know, and that's another topic. But they're trying to distract from the fact that he's actually helping the communities that need it the most in this country. Um, so it's huge what this president is doing, and it's huge what you guys are doing as a movement. And uh, I thank you for that. And, and where can the audience find you guys at on social media? Go ahead, David. You tell them. Okay. Um, on Facebook, you can find us at Lexit Movement. Um, you can also follow our other page, the Hispanic Conservative. On uh, Instagram, you know, we're Lexit Movement, and also mine, the uh, or David, the, the HC1776. On Twitter, we have the Lexit Movement Twitter account, and then also have mine, David, you know, Basulto, the Hispanic Conservative at um, GHC1776. Um, we're all over the place, you know, you're constantly see us posting things. We, we go hard at the left every single day. So if you haven't heard of us, you will see us eventually. We're popping up everywhere. And also uh, for all of those in like the West Coast or whatever, or you, wherever you live, but uh, we're planning a, a rally in LA. We're gonna have a Lexa rally coming up um, in November, God willing. So uh, all you guys come out and support us at the Lexa rally right here in LA. That's awesome, guys. Thank you so much for being on the New Right Networks Right Now podcast. Thank you so much for being here. I'm your host, Ryan Jensen, and we'll see you guys next time. You've been listening to New Right Network, mobilizing, countering, energizing. Online at newrightnetwork.com. <laughs>